0: to listen to our hearts. I wish I had a better intro than that.
1: Lucky I'm in love with my best <laughs> friend. We really touched a nerve with the Jason Mraz debate.
0: Yeah, so I actually wrote down the positions of the various people who responded to us because we got a lot of feedback about this.
1: People feel very strongly about him. Negatively and positively. So here's what Apparently I have. You can't be right in the middle when it comes to Jason Mraz. No, He's so polarized. No, you
0: know... <laughs> He's why things are so polarized in our society today. Um, Actually, someone is in the middle. It's our fan, Bridge. You know, Bridge. Bridget, Bridget. yeah. She said that she.
1: Does she call herself Bridge? Yes. She
0: responds in her email. This is how you
1: insist on calling Jennifer Aniston Jen. Well, that's
0: just because we know each other so well. well. Like, if you're in the Hollywood world, like I was for a couple of months when I worked a block off of Venice Beach. Mm You can call Jennifer Aniston, Jen. No, she signed some of her emails, Bridge. Though I'm surprised you and Colin haven't t- talked about that some. We have. Um, so, yeah, here. So, the, in the anti-Mraz camp, we've got uh, our listener, Venla, and our listener, Nathaniel. Um, on the fence was Bridge, and pro was Barbara. Um, surprisingly... Barbara, who
1: said that she's gone and seen Jason Mraz in concert, and that it's... Delightful.
0: So did Bridget. Also said that it was delightful. That's he might be one of those artists who would be like, maybe I would like him more if I saw him live. Um, I'm
1: not gonna buy you tickets to go see Jackson.
0: <laughs> to prove a point. What if you proved a point to me? Well. Actually, I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to cut my nose off despite my face to prove a point. Um, surprisingly or not surprisingly, no one stood up for train. We didn't get one person who uh, came out as a Train fan.
1: I feel like Train is fine. What's wrong with Train?
0: They're irritating. Oh, God. I would, I will budge more on Jason Mraz than Train. I feel like Jason Mraz has some songs that are fun and fine. Like I just, again, I find Train to be like totally mundane and annoying like i don't see any sort of like like they make perfectly hey, pleasant oh
1: so mi- <laughs> that's good good music ain't that mr mr on the radio Girl, stereo.
0: my the heart beating you- out of my <laughs> untrimmed chest oh. oh that guy is so gangster and so thug Oh, goodness. Uh, But anyways, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, Mraz sentiments out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Not as many people are going to be bowing down to Jason Mraz like they do to Tony Braxton, I'll tell you that, to get to this week's episode. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, do you have any more thoughts? I don't have any. I said that I would come up with some bands similar to Train that I liked, but I Googled a list of bands (laughs) similar to Train and I didn't really care for most of them.
1: Oh, I'm just too cool. But I don't I'm like not. any of these bands. But that's
0: the thing, is like I think you think that I'm like um like right, that I know um, a lot about. I'm gonna music. go ahead
1: and stop you right now. I don't wanna have this conversation again. Okay. I feel like we did this last okay. week on the podcast right. for thirty minutes. The listeners don't no care. <laughs> yep,
0: the listeners don't care. Well let's move on then. This is stupid. Um, well, okay, let's talk about something that's not stupid. Um, which is our uh, review from Panda Moon, who said that we are for the intellectually inclined viewer who has a sense of humor.
1: Mm, True.
0: Yeah, so there you go. It's not a stupid debate. It's for the intellectually inclined, these kinds of debates. Um, And then we wanted to shout out our really awesome friend Whitney's awesome cinnamon roll fundraiser. Um, she's baking giant-ass cinnamon Big rolls. Big-ass
1: cinnamon rolls. Yeah,
0: for uh, the food bank in Oregon where she lives. We'll post a link in our show notes if you want to contribute to that. Um, unlike us, who our contribution to the COVID-19 pandemic is to record more stupid podcasts, uh, Whitney is actually doing something with herself. Um And then shout out because today, fun fact, listener, is we're recording on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Um, Fun fact, listener, this is the day when um, 11 years ago, Anna and I went to the Lafayette courthouse to become legally wed.
1: Best decision of my life.
0: Yep. Never regretted it. Not for one minute. Not a single day goes
1: by that I don't think was the best thing you've ever done right
0: yeah it was a really good idea no regrets
1: i can't imagine what my life would be like (laughs) if i hadn't married right
0: with someone else or alone for that matter yeah just Um, uh
1: living free to do what i want and never think about it
0: is it my memory or did they (laughs) ask us if we were drunk
1: Oh. No, didn't well, they ask, no, like, they have
0: to, they have to. yeah, like, yeah, not because we asked. had particular, <laughs> but they, like, have to ask if you've been drinking, so.
1: Unfortunately, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might explain things a little bit better if you had, if you had had a few clocktails before you had gone in there. Um, but,
1: clocktails? You're not saying that right. Clocktails. Like clocktail. Claw. Oh, have you gotta emphasize the claw. Claw. Oh, claw to get the pun tails. a little more. Yeah.
0: Claw. So, if you tails. say
1: clocktail, that just sounds like C-L-O-C-K-T-A-I-L. Oh, I see. Yeah,
0: that is a problem. Yeah.
1: Patent pending clocktail. <laughs>
0: so that would
1: be a white claw cocktail, guys.
0: Don't give the recipe out, otherwise, we won't be able to patent it. <laughs> it's top secret. It may or may not involve a little bit of lemon.
1: Everybody loves it. We can't say. Yeah. Pure claw. (laughs) Pure lemon. Don't give it away. And a little extra ingredient. Love. Mm, No. What is it? More alcohol. (laughs) Another kind of alcohol. gin or vodka. Okay. Take your choice. Is there, are they not... Do you want it to be a vodka and tonic Mm -hmm. cocktail or a... Gin and clonic.
0: <laughs> I'll take a gin and clonic.
1: Vodka and soda is what it tastes like when you do the pure claw. Vodka. Okay. Lemon. Like a curly Q lemon.
0: Okay. 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 If yeah, you we'll, want to do
1: the, the... Why don't you
0: post a little <laughs> YouTube you tutorial the, about how to make these? <laughs> if you
1: want to do the gin and clonic, it's lime claw.
0: Okay. okay not the pure claw
1: fresh lime okay and gin
0: okay there you go so now we can't patent that anymore because we gave the recipe away but (laughs) someone would have figured it out yeah there's some secrets in there folks it's like kentucky uh, fried chickens you know secret herbs and and spices you're gonna put
1: a little roofie in there (laughs) just see what happens (laughs) roofie
0: yourself maybe um okay but anyways back to the whole wedding thing um, shout out to our one listener in Mishawaka, Indiana. Oh, um, yeah, who uh, the state where our love was born.
1: I felt like we had one more review or an email. Did I we
0: got a, a nice email? Email we got a nice email from Vinla. We got a one that one review from Panda Moon. I
1: think that's we had all. two new reviews.
0: Oh, did we? All I saw was fraud sites. Hold on, let me pull it up. Hold on, hold on.
1: Fraud sites. That's from last.
0: No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't mention it
1: again. Pause. Hold on. We do not have another review. That's all right.
0: It's good to check. We want to shout out the fans who are out there reviewing us. And uh, yeah, let's get into this show.
1: Gave me enough time to get myself yeah. a crisp uh, oh, <laughs> oh,
0: right. We're out of claws, you just discovered. Yep. Yeah. Did you hear that refreshing sth- Is the can opened though?
1: Isn't Crispin the name of that actor that was in Charlie's Angels?
0: Yeah, Crispin Glover, who was also a George McFly in the first, but not the second Back to, or actually, they used his footage without permission in Back to the Future too. Yeah,
1: that's not bad. Okay,
0: a Crisp. How? What are you going to call this one? It's a Crispin.
1: Crispin Rose Hard Cider.
0: That's a lot it's of things a... <laughs> in one can. <laughs> it's a rosé. I don't have It's to a hard it. cider. I don't have to
1: call it anything. It's a
0: rosé. It's... it's a hard cider. It's both. <laughs> it's Crispin. How much do you think they would pay us to? What commercial is It's that? one I made up in my head no, right now.
1: No, you did not. That is a that's an actual commercial. Sure,
0: right. It's an ad, but that there's no ad no, but, for Crispin. Like yeah, but that. what
1: is that from? I
0: don't remember.
1: It is an. It act. is
0: something where there's like it's they're a blank. Like, I it's made blank.
1: it up. Made it up in my head just now. No, you no didn't. I made that yeah. up for Crispin.
0: Oh yeah, God. patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah. a lyric I made up. <laughs> my
1: heart's about to beat out of my chest. Patent pending on clocktails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and a can. Right, peanut butter in a can. Our family feud screenplay <laughs> idea. <laughs>
1: Our bachelor screenplay, I right?
0: Know. Yeah, which everybody heard us subscribe here, so you can't steal it because we've got proof. This will hold up in and court. And whatever
1: right? here for the wrong reasons, merch we decided to throw out to y'all. Yeah,
0: unless it's just somebody else's slogan repurposed, someone else's catchphrase. We should just make sure to say,
1: WABOOM!
0: And just sell him. <laughs> How pissed would WABOOM be if we started making money off his catchphrase? He'd
1: probably be okay.
0: Yeah. But that was his whole idea. Was That was his claim to fame, was that catchphrase was going to launch him into the stratosphere.
1: Ooh, WABOOM. Oh, uh, WABOOM. Simpler days. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get yep. into it? Yeah, right. let's do it. Sheridan says that he and Julia are... The best they've been, and they have a lot of potential. Um, we get that little clip, and then who comes into the room? Busting in like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Boy, We're going to
0: drop done. some truth bombs. Yep. Harrison says, I know you're probably expecting me to come in here and hand out new songs and move on to the next performance. That's I'm not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I felt like Harrison was relishing fucking with these people's lives this week. Like he really seemed to be enjoying himself.
1: Um, there was a really like blink and you'll miss it moment. Did you catch that?: No, I blinked. Is, yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I blinked and by that. I mean, I played my online chess game <laughs> right. instead of watching. There the was show.
0: a play your online chess game for five minutes and you'll miss it moment.
1: Uh, when, this is shooting way forward, but uh-huh. when Bree tells Chris, I love you on the stage, uh-huh. did you see Harrison's, like, shit-eating grin? Oh, no. I just feel like he was, like, so smug. Right, I
0: made that happen. They owe me their love. Like,
1: take several seats, Harrison. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, Harrison, I feel like, was even more like Puppet Mastery oh, this week well, than usual. I
1: was going to say, like, so many of our Bachelor and Bachelorettes have failed. We have new Bachelor news. What is it? That Peter and Kelly are fucking. Oh,
0: right. You told me that. Yeah. So how far down the list was Kelly? I mean, how far has he gone?
1: Pretty far. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's so uh, he's burned his way through 15 other women
1: now. <laughs> and I just don't... It wasn't 15, but probably, what, five or six? Yeah.
0: I barely... I mean, I recognized her when you showed me, but I had essentially I mean, forgotten her.
1: I mean, Madison, Victoria P. Right. Hannah, Hannah, Several Anna. Hannahs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were
0: 15 Hannahs total. There Hanna's were at least total. that
1: many. I feel like somebody else was still there before Kelly, yeah. too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. It just... Is it's bizarre to me? I don't care for it. No,
0: well, I mean, everybody. I don't care for either
1: one of them. They can both eat shit and die. Yeah, uh, great. Peter sucks.
0: Oh, there's uh, Kelly. Your looks like she's
1: had way too much work. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna... Should I not? Uh...
0: Face shame, face uh, shame. Contestant. I feel like
1: Kelly seems like a very naturally beautiful person who needs to stop fucking with her face at the age of twenty-seven, okay. or however old she is. Right. I that's, don't know how old she
0: is. That's not face shaming. That's saying she's beautiful.
1: I also didn't like. <laughs> I also didn't like Madison's mascara. <laughs> it goes both ways. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of different ways to uh, shame someone's appearance. <laughs> We can explore them all on our program.
1: I just think it's weird, okay. and I don't care for either one of them.
0: Okay, well, honestly, then it's probably God, good that they found I didn't like each other. Anybody
1: that came out of that season. No, me I don't either. like Ann. Yeah, you know who I like the most? Maybe who? McKenna, my Kenna.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know I, what? What?
1: That's the ultimate irony. In the end, she really was my. Kenna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my Kenna right there.
1: I tried so hard to uh, deny it, but in the (laughs) end, she was my Kenna. (laughs) Um,
0: All right, well, you want to get... It's probably good those two have found each other, Peter and Kelly. I mean, if two annoying people find each other, isn't that better for everybody?
1: They are going out to to the... Boot scooting
0: clubs? <laughs> well, hopefully not now. Wow. I guess they're coming down to Georgia to the reopened boot scooting clubs because Peter just can't uh, <laughs> handle not line dancing.
1: I've got to do the get-up.
0: We're going to Georgia. Come on. Get in the car, Kelly. <laughs> this will make or break us. He goes that club and lifestyle. She's at home. He's out boot scootin'. All right. Looking at some honky-tonk badonka-dongs. Are we ready? Oh, no. my God. Yeah. Okay. Down
1: at the Hoochie Country. <laughs> Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee.
0: Doing the watermelon crawl.
1: <laughs> um, tell you what, Peter learned a lot about living and a little bit. <laughs> 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 oh, I feel like 90s country was so good. It was so good. No, I know. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's so much better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we need to have a renaissance of that style of country music.
1: I don't know if Claire is still listening to our podcast regularly, but if so, Claire, what about a 90s country night on dueling pianos? Yeah, boom,
0: <laughs> we're all over it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, what do we have going on here? So, Harrison, Harrison
1: yeah, tells him that they're not getting new songs yet. Uh, relationships are what really matter. It's what propels your music to the next level. Again, I just feel like this is such a stupid argument that they're building the entire show around.
0: Right, that you have to be in love with someone to perform well with them. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, uh, Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock were totally in love when they sang that song.
1: Didn't they Picture. like hook up? Did they now? hook up? Oh, yeah. Okay, maybe
0: they did. All right.
1: I mean, maybe they just sold. I yeah. no, I think. But they see, even they sold like,
0: the chemistry so well. Look it up now. Now I want to know. Maybe they. Maybe I was wrong. Did they date?
1: Uh, Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock seem like an unlikely match, and perhaps that's why they chose to keep their relationship out of the public eye. Oh. They dated after working together on the 2002 song. Picture. So
0: it did work. That song caused them to fall in love. Harris, never mind. Harrison is right. <laughs> I retract every criticism and I have of the Bradley show. Bradley
1: Cooper and Gaga there fell you go. in love after their yep. Oscars. After doing that
0: duet, and uh, Lady
1: Gaga broke up Bradley Cooper's marriage. Yeah, to that
0: really hot supermodel, who's right? The
1: mom of his, ch- his child. Oh well,
0: that. But also the hot supermodel mm-hmm. part. And you know, Justin and Kelly got together. You're real close to me, right yeah, now. Yeah, too close. Yeah, I need to be six toops. feet apart.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, after from Justin My to Kelly. God, I, was, I don't know. I was that, just going to. just going to let that yeah, lie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just a polite, maybe a minor chuckle. Okay. So, yeah, Harrison is going to um, make these couples go on. Some of these people go on dates, but not with the person that they're expecting.
1: It's not with who you think it's going yeah, to be.
0: because Harrison wants to put these relationships to the ultimate test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on a lifeboat, and there's only room for nine of you when you have to push someone out. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay.
1: Joke's on all of them when that horse shows up to go on a date with <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> and Jamie's so nervous,
0: I'm just going to let the horse
1: down. I'm getting
0: the jitters.
1: Uh. Do you feel like Jamie knew that singing in public was going to be a part of this uh, public singing competition show?
0: Yeah, I don't think she was expecting that at all. Yeah, one of the prerequisites for being a musical performer, it seems like it would be to perform musically. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. This just isn't what
1: I thought it would be. I don't want to let down Trevor. Oh. Poor Jamie.
0: Oh yeah, those two aren't long well, for this so, show.
1: Poor Trevor. Yeah, she
0: really is letting down Trevor. Trevor was sweet about it. Trevor but chose. You let him down
1: poorly.
0: <laughs> he chose poorly. He should, who was his other choice? Oh no, she was choosing between Ryan and Trevor. And so I guess Ryan shows well to end up with Natasha. Yeah. So three of these people are going to go out with dates with someone who's not their current musical partner.
1: Jamie is going out with Ryan. Chris mm-hmm. is going out on a date with Rudy, and Julia is going out on a date with. Can you believe it?
0: Brandon. Brandon. What yeah, yeah. are like the odds? Yeah. Harrison. Yeah. The producers
1: orchestrated. These random dates just to put Julia and Brandon together.
0: <laughs> so both you and I commented while we were watching, shouldn't both sides of the couple gotten to go out? Like, wouldn't that have been a better way to kind of put this thing to the test? Like, why um, not just have them so all, like, like swap? So, Bree
1: then would have gone out with Matt.
0: Yeah, right. Like, just have them all swap. Because, yeah. I mean, they weren't even... I feel even...
1: like that's a little too much, like, swinging.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it also, like, if you're really going to put these things to the test, why not make it equal on both sides?
1: Yeah. And also... Send out Sheridan with, uh, with what's-her-face? With
0: what, um... Savannah. Savannah, yeah. Um, well, and also, they're not spending any money on these dates because they just made Rudy and Chris... Go behind the bachelor mansion for a picnic. I mean, can't they just they make them a all nice do that? Part of gourmet
1: cheeses, they had some binoculars nice for some reason. Yeah. They spent all their night to send Brandon and Julia to the Roxy, which, by the way, is not the Roxbury, which is what I was thinking. <laughs> do do whoa 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 whoa! The listener me, can only me, imagine you, me, me. that
0: I'm bobbing my head in time with the music um but yeah
1: uh, is that what you're singing yeah um. obviously
0: whoa, whoa, what whoa. love, baby don't hurt me don't All hurt right. me no more i'm right. good that's good
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay
0: yeah i uh, got it nailed it yeah do you remember that jim carrey was one of the original roxbury guys
1: What? Yeah,
0: that sketch originated when he hosted. It was him and uh, Chris Catan and Will Ferrell. He was the third. Chris Catan. Catan? What did I say? Catan. Oh, Chris Settlers of Catan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, he was the original third Lost Roxbury guy. Huh. Yeah. Fun trivia for the list. That is fun. Yeah, look at how much fun you're having. Isn't this
1: fun? (laughs) I like to have fun. That's not even it. I'm funny. I, I like try to, to be, be funny, funny Jason. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shannon. Call us. We'll let you come on the pod. <laughs> I try to be funny, Jason. Honestly, I mean, we could
0: get some of those people from 10 years ago on this podcast, well, we right? If we can track Stephanie, them now. if you
1: had remembered who she was. What do you Instead mean? making a dick out of yourself in that first review episode. Right.
0: That's what's going to keep her it off of our show. It is,
1: because she's going to get our request, and then she's going to think, well, maybe I'll check out a few episodes of this supposed bad, oh, super bad Maybe I'll go pumpkin. back and
0: listen <laughs>
1: <Maybe> <laughs> to I'll... An
0: episode two just to
1: see what's <laughs> cooking.
0: <laughs> That's my Stephanie. That's what's going to keep and her from being on the show. going
1: to you said, from Huntsville? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> wait, wait, we got Stephanie... Wait, this
1: is the same lady whose husband died?
0: <laughs> wait, we got Stephanie on the podcast right now. Ask her a question. I'm not doing this. Ask ask her a question.
1: What kind of question? Uh,
0: did you find love? <laughs> did,
1: why don't you ask Stephanie a question yourself? Okay,
0: Stephanie, did you find love? Why, yes, I did, Right. <laughs> I'm just going to do all their voices. That
1: whole setup was, yeah, it was just for, for that. Men. Well, you
0: dragged it out. If you <laughs> wouldn't just ask the question, we wouldn't be in this boat right now.
1: Anyway. Anyhow. All right, dates. Okay. Sheridan um, and Julia have a conversation before she goes on her hot date with Brandon, and she tells him, I don't imagine this changing anything, which we all know is bullshit. Right, that's a
0: lie. Julia
1: is like foaming at the mouth. Cannot wait to go on right. this date with Brandon. Because he's
0: Brandon. He's amazing.
1: Despite having telling us told us in the last episode that she has no feelings for Brandon.
0: It's almost like Julia is not totally reliable. It's
1: almost like she was full of shit when she yeah, said that. Yeah,
0: almost. Um, yeah, so Julia is really excited about her date. Rudy has no interest in this date. She really wants to stay with shirtless Matt lifting kettlebells. Which... You know that feeling, like when you have to go out and do something, but I'm at home lifting weights, shirtless.
1: I mean, I gotta say, Matt had a body.
0: Oh, he had a body, all right. He,
1: uh, he's very strong. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he's a real strong man <laughs> in the way he shreds that guitar. Yeah. Imagine him playing that guitar like he was playing you.
1: Look forward.
0: Okay. I'm, I'll, I'll look <laughs> away.
1: Don't, I'm like Ellen DeGeneres. Don't make Ellen do with <laughs> me. Uh, is that one of her rules it's too intimate right here we're already less we're less than a foot apart
0: spreading coronavirus back and forth back and forth we need and to start wearing I see masks what
1: you're trying to do when you look at me you're trying to get a look see at my notes no i'm
0: never gonna look at your notes <laughs> again don't you worry well, i've heard that before. yeah ne- never again
1: um, i can yes, uh, look at my own Ellen. notes she's notorious for saying that people shouldn't Make eye contact with her when they come on her show. (laughs) Should they? Not like like like, the celebrities, but like people that. Like the norms? Work for her or also, yeah, like if she goes into like a high school or something. Oh, and like the
0: teacher tries to look her in the face and she's just like, God, get your eyes away from my Mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah.
1: Okay. They actually gouge your (laughs) eyes out.
0: Yeah. That's Ellen right after the episode. Just out with the eyes. Alright, so yeah, we've already mentioned Rudy and Chris go on a picnic just in the hills above the mansion. So that's fun. Meanwhile, um who else? Oh Chris and wait, who gets the spa date? Jamie Jamie
1: and Ryan.
0: Yeah, Jamie and Ryan get to go to a spa.
1: I just wanna say and I don't I mean, I'm not judging a little bit though. Okay. Jamie is wearing like a full face of like Heavy eye makeup, red lipstick. They're going to a spa. Like, did she take that makeup off?
0: I don't know. But what I have in my notes is Ryan's glasses game is on point. Do you agree with that I statement? just like
1: Ryan. I think that he's uh, cute. I know.
0: I've heard all about it. Mm-hmm. About how much you like him. I mean, he's well, not I made them- strong like Matt.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> and listen, guys. Ryan is feeling a little bit self-conscious. <laughs> Because last week we did the old uh, who started this challenge? What was it? What? The, oh,
0: the um, the handstand. Hand yeah. do. Yeah. So
1: if you're looking for a fun physical challenge,
0: <laughs> <laughs> a couple's quarantine challenge, see who can do what is that? Uh, Tom Holland's that's top. what I was
1: asking. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, I see. I thought you meant whether it was you or I that started it. Yeah, I think it was Tom Holland that started (laughs) it. No,
1: I think we both can agree that it's a lot more likely to be started by me.
0: (laughs) But anyways, unlike Spider-Man and my wife, I could not do the uh, tank top challenge. So I was feeling a little bit uh, self-conscious about myself.
1: And then even more so when you saw Matt out there being a freaking strong Right, lifting
0: the kettlebells. Looking like
1: he's on his way to the circus. So basically we just have to sit through two Super lame dates to get to where they want us to be anyway, which is out with Brandon and Julia.
0: Right? Do you think that's why? I mean, clearly they gave them the most like dynamic date because they knew that that was where the sparks were going to fly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the only date that matters.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, they go to the Roxy, to the night at the Roxbury.
1: Not the Roxbury, they go to the Roxy. They
0: work with noted songwriter Joel Krause.
1: It's worked with Ed Sheenan. Isn't that who they said? Yeah, his name is
0: Ed Sheeran, I believe. (laughs) 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 I believe that international Uh, music superstar is named uh, Ed Sheeran.
1: Who am I thinking of Sheenan? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. Clearly. (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, Joel Krause, the songwriter, is wearing rose-tinted glasses. Oh, I missed
0: that. Looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. Uh, Back at home, Sheridan is writing a song about Julia. That's going to get her back, buddy.
1: Uh, Julia, meanwhile, says if there's something there, meaning between her and Brandon, we would be wrong not to pursue it.
0: Morally wrong.
1: But obviously we would be sending Sheridan and Savannah home. Julia's real cut up about it. Yeah,
0: she's really concerned about it. I was wondering, though, like theoretically... Sheridan and Savannah could have spent that day Forming a connection of their own and been like fuck y'all we're together now like theoretically. I mean that, that was happened. the
1: idea that Harrison said like let's split up the couples have different groups mingle and see if any other connections form. And
0: again, it would have been better if they all would have gone on dates instead of Sheridan sitting at home alone writing a sad song like Jason Siegel at the piano. Well, and, uh, I
1: was gonna say if I were Savannah and I guess Savannah and Sheridan are just like better people than I am. I would have approached Sheridan and been like, hey, let's say that we feel like we have chemistry now. Like, we want to explore this. Mm -hmm. What's Harrison going to physically remove things from the couch? A
0: bouncer's going to come. Right. Jason Mraz is going to come back and say, no, you guys don't have any chemistry. I can definitely tell. Yeah, so I'm I'm sitting here by myself while Anna gets some water. Apparently the uh, clock tails... The, are not hydrating enough for her. The Crispin Glovers are not hydrating enough. Um, and this is why I don't host the podcast by myself. No, no, you're doing great. Because it okay. wouldn't be nearly as good. Okay, oh, thank God she's coming back. All right, good. So we're back with a co-hosted podcast again. You you thirsty still or are you good?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, got to take a big swig there. Big swig. Okay. <laughs> God. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, so uh, Julia and Brandon write their song, and I have to say, I actually thought their song was pretty good.
1: Um, I think of all of the women that we've heard, Julia is definitely one of the more talented. I mean, well, I think Rudy is really talented. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we got a fair shot at it with Savannah. Uh, I liked what she sang last week, but I think Julia definitely has a better voice than Jamie. (laughs) And certainly feels more comfortable performing. Yeah,
0: right. No, I think she... Um, but, you know, the problem is if her partner just isn't supporting her and checking in with her on stage. She I was mean, singing a God, solo. Yeah. It wasn't he a was, duet. He was acting like it was a solo act. We'll get to that. Yeah, boy, I really... Duet? Uh,
1: more like a do not
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> okay, so blah 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 again. Not your blah blah blah. This date. So J- Julia and Brandon decide they have a connection.
1: Aw, Sheridan is at home writing his own song, as you already stated. But some of the lyrics are yeah. Just I like, didn't write
0: the lyrics down. Did you?
1: Yeah. It. I don't even. Rem- I'm not going to try to sing them because I don't know how the melody. I would like to it.
0: hear you singing them. Actually.
1: Is it always at my expense? No. Oh, <laughs> be the good guy yeah that makes sense <laughs> that's and also he not says, that good <laughs> well, there's a possibility Weirdly. that maybe Sheridan saying it better than me no
0: no he I says, think Sheridan is a ghostwriter for Train
1: I'm bracing myself for the worst oh Aww. there's a
0: possibility I could be gone tomorrow and also for some reason I don't even this is totally out of context but Sheridan at one point says oh my god puke I don't know what it was about, but I have that in my notes. Um, I could guess what it's about. About Julia and Brandon awesome. being yeah, together. That's, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah.
1: Nope. It was about train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sheridan, you're gonna sing a train song. Oh my god, puke. Alright, so um Julia comes home, calls Sheridan over for a conversation. The others know that it didn't seem like it was going to be a positive conversation. And then Julia essentially dumps Sheridan, and Sheridan, like, isn't that mean about it? And Julia's like, I don't know why you're being so mean.
1: So Julia says, after today, I can't. And he says, can't what? Like, she's just being super dramatic. And it's just one of those situations where you're just like, break up with the person. Sheridan's trying to be like, okay, I got it. Right. Right. Like, like we don't peace. need to sit yep. here and drag it out. Yep. And she's and so he says, Can't what? And she says, I don't know why you're being so mean right. about it.
0: And then she's he says, Good luck with Brandon and gets up to walk away and Julie's like, You're seriously just gonna walk away after that? And it's like
1: What, yeah, do you do, what are
0: you Julia? It almost seemed like she was upset that he wasn't like Upset enough or something like, I'm breaking your heart right now, Sheridan. You should be more upset about it.
1: The least you could do is just get super upset and cry (laughs) about it on the couch with me for an hour. But
0: instead he laughs at something and she's like, I don't want to have this conversation if you're just going to laugh at everything I say. Honestly, at this point, like after watching this these two breakups unfold like it's kind of like kelly and uh peter like these two can keep each other julia and brandon can keep each other sheridan and savannah should have formed a pact and performed um, because they would have beaten julia and brandon anyways um yeah so sheridan gets in the car after he leaves and says he thinks that julia's been with a lot of shitty guys he was hoping to be the one to break that cycle but maybe she just needs a few more Um, I also have at this point in my notes that Sheridan looks like they cross between Jason Momoa and Weird Al.
1: How do you feel about that? Sure. I can see it. Mm
0: -hmm, Yeah. All right. So meanwhile, Brandon is navigating his own kind of breakup with Savannah. Um, And to start things out, he makes a like noise. That's like how he starts the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great way to start that conversation and tells Savannah that Julia still has feelings. I think I still have feelings for her. And uh, Savannah says, how am I supposed to feel right now? And Brandon says, how do you want to feel? He has that way. He's done this a couple of times of like, typically that kind of thing I think is a good communication strategy, but Brandon seems to be doing it just to like not say anything.
1: No, you know? it's not a good communication strategy. It's annoying.
0: Well, I think it can be a good if it's like well like asking questions to understand how someone is feeling, I think can be a good communication strategy. I feel like ninety-nine
1: percent of the time that's not what you're actually doing. Well, that's what I not mean. Not you. Right. But like just a person. anybody who employs yeah. that strategy thinks that they're doing it to to. Have communication, but really you're
0: not. Well, and that's what I'm saying with Brandon. That's a, a textbook example of deflecting, having any part in the conversation. Yeah, it's deflecting.
1: Yeah, by just yes.
0: putting it all back on Savannah, right? Um, and Savannah talks about how she wants to be chosen, and Brandon's really upset. He does kind of the same thing as Julia, where he's like, "You have an air that I'm gonna fight you. We have to do a lot of work on communication." And again, it's like, no, you don't. Like, aren't you going with Julia? Like, I just, I didn't right. quite, Brandon still seemed to be kind of up in the air on who he wanted. Well,
1: I mean, as we get later in that episode, I think that it's it's nailed down when he tells Natasha mm-hmm. that if Savannah had said, I want to be with you, He would have been all in with her, but he's lying there because Savannah did tell him that before they went out on the date. I think she has told him that multiple times and still he comes home and is like being all wishy-washy. And that's when she was like, all right, peace.
0: Right. Well, and also, even if he would have like gone back with Savannah, he wouldn't have been all in. Like he's clearly not all in with either of these women. Nope. Nope i'm as good at kesha at judging the chemistry of these people and i can tell that these none of these ha- uh, couples brandon and julia or brandon and uh savannah have uh chemistry so what do you so savannah leaves as well um what do you have to say about any of this
1: uh what do you mean
0: just any, any <laughs> other any other commentary on brandon and and Savannah and Julia, this love no, triangle playing I mean, I out. I
1: think that Brandon and Julia are, are terrible, and they both get their just desserts. They get they're
0: hoisted on their own petards. Yeah. So Harrison comes back, looking as uh, smug and self satisfied as ever, says, "I bet some couples came out stronger than before," and then specifically says, "Julia, I think that was tough, but you got the ultimate lesson." It's not about creating beautiful music. It's about creating a beautiful relationship. Which, I think it's about creating beautiful music, actually. Mm. Yeah, I would say you and I have a beautiful relationship, but I do not think that we would make beautiful music together.
1: Well, that's because you can't harmonize. It's
0: true, I can't harmonize. Yeah, though you gave me some instructions last night when we were practicing our harmony, and that We helped.
1: practiced? Yeah. You want to try it? Nope, I no. do not. Okay. Not even a little bit. Not
0: even a little. <clears throat> all right. So you, they all get their song assignments.
1: Yeah. So Trevor and Jamie are singing Like I'm Gonna Lose You. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Uh Chris and Brie are singing Lover by T-Swift. Ryan and Natasha Cha. Cha-cha. are singing you are the best thing matt and rudy get tennessee whiskey and brandon and julia good we belong by pat benatar which actually i love that song i do just i would love to get a little insight and i'm hoping i imagine they'll have to do a reunion show mm-hmm. Uh I'm hoping maybe Harrison will explain a little bit more about the song, the song choice choices. Process. Yes,
0: I would love to know too how they picked these like songs. Like how is
1: one couple singing Tennessee whiskey and one other couple is singing Pat Benatar? Right,
0: which a song that Brandon claims to have heard six times.
1: And then he <laughs> Precisely, said, it's, like, it's not my jam at all. <laughs>
0: It is. That's. It's a great song. I like that song because
1: yeah. it reminds me of when Kelly Kapoor sings it to Ryan. Oh yeah. Loves, yeah,
0: yeah, and she specifically like inserts his name in there. Yeah. So they all go to practice their songs, um, and and Natasha. While Julia is sitting there... I actually did think this was kind of a uh, sketchy move. While Julia is sitting there, it ha- makes Julia cover her ears.
1: Well, this was just <sighs> stupid. Who does that? Right. Who says earmuffs and then actually does right. earmuffs... The
0: person actually and also does it.
1: does earmuffs to the extent that you don't hear the conversation. Right. Yeah, we're going to practice okay. this because they were not that far away. Okay.
0: Let's try okay, it.
1: Okay. I'm earmuffing and you say okay. something. All right.
0: So... Brandon says that he would have chosen Savannah if she said she was all in. All right, what did I say?
1: Brandon says that he would have chosen Savannah if she said that she was all
0: in. But you were muffed.
1: Right.
0: You had your earmuffs on. (laughs) To
1: be fair, Ryan is a loud talker. A very loud talker. Talk more like Natasha. Actually, talk as Natasha would and say something random so that I can't guess. And I'm going to go sit a little bit away. away. A little bit further away. away. So here's
0: the experiment. Let's see what happens. Okay, All right, I got my so, hair rust okay, on. Okay. I'm old enough to be Ryan's mom, um, but I think we have a really good chemistry and he has really great glasses. Did All she right. really say that? No. Uh, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> but you clearly heard that.
1: <laughs> uh, their age difference is not that great. He's like 28 years old. No,
0: I know. They just look like they have an age disparity because he looks like Harry Potter, as we talked about. Well, um she
1: looks like Corinne.
0: Yeah, so there you go. There it is. Um so you clearly heard what I, I, did I said hear just what now. Yeah. So this whole thing and for those of you who need some context, yeah, Natasha asks Julia to cover her ears and asks Brandon if he would have stayed with Savannah if she would have said she was all in and Brandon in front of Julia with her covering her ears said that he would have which also to be
1: fair Brandon at least doesn't really say he just mouths oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then Harrison comes in like the Kool-Aid man again (laughs) oh Oh, yeah (laughs)
1: Harrison just crashes through the (laughs) wall
0: is a couple in distress? I have to be here for this. Uh, yeah, okay. So, anyways, then, uh, like, what, a day later, right before the performances, Natasha tells Julia that he said this?
1: Yeah, so they're all kind of backstage and they're performing at a bigger venue, so they're all pretty nervous. Trevor says he's ready to get out there and kick people in the face. Mm-hmm, sure. Emotionally,
0: <laughs> musically.
1: And then right before they all kind of move into the next, I guess, staging area, Natasha tells Julia about the earmuffs question, Um, to which Julia replies, I don't really like this conversation. It feels super not good. (laughs) It
0: is not good, Julia, as it turns out.
1: Uh, Julia says that Natasha doesn't care about anyone but herself. That it feels vindictive and dirty. Why would you do this to someone right before a performance?
0: She claims that no performer ever has tried to throw another performer off their game right before a performance. Which is true. You, ma'am, have never seen
1: Black Swan.
0: (laughs) So... I mean, Natasha was trying to throw Julia off, right? Like, she's not oh, totally... it was
1: a bitch move. Yeah, but she's not totally man, wrong. it was deserved. It was
0: satisfying, yeah.
1: I mean, Julia and Brandon just did... Sheridan and Savannah so dirty. Right. I don't I feel like Natasha could have done anything to Julia. Yeah, Natasha's
0: okay lady justice here coming in with some vengeance.
1: Well, the thing about Julia is if she were at least a little more self-aware of the things that she's been doing and I don't know. I mean, I saw someone posted on Twitter like it makes me wonder about the edit that Julia sure. has gotten because I sure. see the other girls being really sympathetic to her. And if she were just like a monster in uh-huh. the house, would people like her? Sure. And it's a good, it's a decent point. Yeah. I also followed her tweets through the episode and she was like kind of self-deprecating. Okay. And, um, you know, she seemed decently humbled by it. Okay.
0: Maybe she learned a thing or two. Uh, maybe,
1: or maybe, maybe she's just really good at like, Her image,
0: but she's not really good at her image on the show because that was that was my thing. Yeah,
1: so many burps.
0: Yeah, yeah, Robert just every time, every time. Oh, it's terrible, listener. I just
1: don't feel like you burp that much in our day to day You're just not. You're just not this close to me. Maybe I'm going to make you pay me a quarter for every (laughs) burp.
0: I'll get like a jar and I can drop okay, a quarter it's in. it's the
1: burp jar. Next time, yeah. What a fun quarantine That project. is a fun
0: quarantine project for an involuntary activity. I'm yep. watching. Yeah, great. I'm going to enjoy this quite a bit. Um, well, well, my problem with Julia. You get a wooden
1: spoon and hit you with it every time yeah. you burp.
0: Yeah, that'll bring back uh, childhood traumas. That'll be great. Um, my problem with Julia was that she just like refuses in this episode to take responsibility for anything. For
1: the whole thing. For everything.
0: Like, like she the bad doesn't feel performance. Bad about Sheridan. Yep. She
1: doesn't feel bad about things that she shit that she pulled last week. Right, Savannah.
0: Right. So she just And refuses. she did the
1: same thing last week too, which was like She tried to pick an argumentative fight with Savannah, and then when it didn't go exactly how she wanted, um, she said that she felt like she was being attacked. Like, I feel like she seems to be, I don't know if the right word is a control freak, but I I don't know. She just, like,
0: turns everything around. So, like... If she attacks you and then you're like, why are you upset, Julia? She'll be like, why are you attacking why me? Why are you being so
1: mean to me? Yeah,
0: stop. But anyways, um, let's move on to these performances. Um, and what Harrison tells us about these performances is, you're going to see that amazing moment when music and love come together. And damn it, he was right. Damn it, Harrison, I was so annoyed. But then Brie and Chris said, I love you. All right. So, um, who's our who are our judges?
1: Rachel and Brian. Yep. You'll notice that both of the Bachelor uh, royalty couples that we've gotten have been bachelorette
0: couples. Yep. Yep. The bachelorettes do it better.
1: Uh, Andy Grammer.
0: Mm-hmm. And then Tony Braxton.
1: Tony Braxton.
0: Yeah. And Brandon says that Tony Braxton is a huge presence. And she demands excellence. He
1: does a Wayne's World. We're not worthy, Val. We're not worthy.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little more context for that. Because they just sort of show it real quick. Real quick, And in fact, you had to rewind to catch who it was. I did,
1: yeah. Yeah, but it was worth but it to like, rewind. His whole quote is very, like, formal. I know. Tony Braxton carries a huge presence. And she probably demands excellence. So we want to give that
0: to her. <laughs> and Brandon... You don't. Yeah, she does demand excellence. You do not. You give what Tony Braxton refers to as a karaoke performance. Is that the? She said that about them, right?
1: Or was um, that about Jamie? No. Who was that? It, well, first of all, it wasn't Tony Braxton. It was Rachel. Oh,
0: and, okay.
1: But you might be right. Rachel might call Julia and Brad, Brandon's karaoke. Okay. It was definitely Rachel. It wasn't Tony. Okay.
0: Braxton. Okay. Um, all right, so let's um let's go through these performances.
1: All right, we start with Jamie and Trevor.
0: Oh no, I thought we started with Rudy and Matt.
1: You're right. We start yep, with Rudy, Rudy and Rudy Matt. and Matt singing. I just totally skipped them. Yeah, Tennessee uh,
0: whiskey. I have how about Rudy's pants in my notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just uh you know, last week it was Rudy's Cosby sweater.
0: Well, Cosby sweater and glittery pants. Both demand. She's a flashy dresser. She
1: is. Fl- she's I a flashy.
0: Like I do too. I like. I Matt like her out
1: there on stage, looking very. Strong. Yeah, looking
0: buff. Yeah, just hoisting that guitar <laughs> around like it was nothing. When
1: they perform, Matt does the handstand on stage <laughs>
0: while playing the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact: that guitar weighs two hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> He's playing it like it's nothing. Um, yeah, I thought they sounded good. I thought yeah, this was I didn't a good take performance. Notes,
1: I think just because their performance was super solid. Yeah, Because you
0: were so transfixed by the music. She's
1: watching Matt.
0: I will say, so I thought if we're going over who had the best performance mm-hmm. of the night.
1: And we are. That's to me, the point of the yes, show.
0: To me, I feel like it seemed like it's it's between Matt and Rudy, Chris and Bree, and Ryan and Natasha. And I feel like maybe musically Rudy and Matt were the best, but they didn't do anything with the song like it was just like a solid cover of the song yeah where I feel like Ryan and Natasha like got out there and was were making the crowd like working this crowd
1: yeah and like kind of
0: doing something different with the song
1: well, I feel like Ryan and Natasha also maybe suffer a little bit in terms of being a little less well paired. Mm-hmm. Like I think Rudy and Matt really complement each other well. Right. Um and and I guess Chris and Brie do too. Ryan and Natasha just have totally different styles. Like I feel mm-hmm. like again, I did notice Natasha what somebody, I think Andy Grammer commented on just how strong she is mm-hmm. and how strong. Like clearly, she just needs to be a solo artist. Well, that's
0: what uh, what Jason Mraz told her last week. So yeah, she's gonna blow up and saying. leave the Ryan behind. Said the same
1: thing this yep.
0: week. Yeah,
1: and I feel like Ryan might have been someone who could have like shine, shined, shown, shown, shown a little bit more brightly if say like was his partner I I just feel like Uh Natasha seems like such a like powerhouse he's getting
0: blown out of the room by his partner it's like
1: putting uh, like Beyonce together with like Jason Jason (laughs) Mraz
0: to take one example of a mediocre performer why Jason Mraz
1: commented on it he recognized himself
0: (laughs) he's been there you know he and Beyonce started out together he was one Not of even the Jason members Maraz, of Destiny's Child. I feel like,
1: <laughs> oh, He was that fourth member. Right, from, like, that no one talks about. Yeah, ago, from the
0: early days.
1: That uh, Beyonce's dad just had killed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like J- Ryan would be like that guy who sings like, I was getting kind of used to being someone you love. Like, I feel yeah. like he's a, more of just like a... Or not even that guy, like maybe a less rapey Ryan Adams. Sure, yeah, and that's right? who I was thinking. Like, like sensitive soul. Yeah, but he's not
0: going to blow the doors off in a performance. Like he's going to be a little more, yeah, like subdued, Or like John Mayer, like I felt like he
1: did really well with the mm-hmm. John Mayer song yeah. that he and Jamie sang. Right, right. Maybe he and John Mayer need to pair up.
0: Yeah, well, maybe Ryan could also join the dead. (laughs) What
1: if we do a a Traveling Wilburys-style band (laughs) for for 2020? Jason Mraz, John Mayer, Ryan. It's a
0: super group.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The lead singer from Train. The lead singer from uh, The Plain White Tees. Yeah. This oh, is, this band
0: is going to be yeah. incredibly mediocre.
1: Oh, you are so jealous of this band.
0: I am jealous of this band. I would be in this band in a fucking heartbeat if I could. <laughs> I would play tambourine in this band. Okay, so, um, yeah, this is so... Oh,
1: th- that's a good segue, because speaking of tambourine, Jamie and Trevor go next, and I feel like their performance is off from the very beginning, which is what Jamie says. Mm-hmm. And she says, I didn't know how to fix it, and it was so embarrassing. I felt like their performance was off because there was a guy playing the tambourine in the back who was keeping like a really weird beat, and it wasn't the natural song beat.
0: It was that tambourine player's fault. Let's dig a little deeper. Who paid the (laughs) tambourine player off? I mean, whose they, brother-in-law is this? They got to play the tambourine. Jamie on stage. also
1: sucked and was super nervous and did not perform well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they chose the arrangement for that. Song. Yeah,
0: they arranged it strangely too, which I think would be. I think they do choose the arrangement. Like I think the the couple gets to choose what to do with
1: it. Well, they made a mistake because it was terrible. You know
0: what? They chose poorly. <laughs>
1: I already made that, Joe. I
0: know, it's a callback. <laughs> it's a callback to I was going to put the same clip in again. All right,
1: great, drop it in, drop it in.
0: All right. He chose poorly. All right, so um, who's next?
1: Or is that, are we done with Jamie and Trevor?
0: Yeah, I think so, just yeah, they didn't I do mean, that well. Trevor
1: tells Jamie that he's proud of her. But after they get poor reviews from the judges, she just goes backstage and sobs. Yeah,
0: well, um, also, we're skipping around here. And the reason why is because they skip around and literally, like, cut away from Chris and Brie, who are actually next, um, to show the backstage drama with Jamie and Trevor. Well,
1: because Bree and Chris are singing a very poignant version of Lover. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jamie is losing her shit <laughs> backstage.
0: It's quite the juxtaposition. Yeah, um, so yeah, Chris and Brie I thought were good. I didn't think they were like amazing, but the crowd is going nuts for it.
1: I feel like you can tell that they have the strongest um, chemistry of any of them. Sure,
0: it might be what Rachel says. That's how you sing and show you're in love at the same time.
1: Tony Braxton says, that's what I'm talking about. I was uncomfortable, but it was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So then... Jamie and Trevor come out. Is that right?
1: I want to say, too, that Andy Grimmer tells Chris that his falsetto is really special. Yeah,
0: No one ever has told me that before. (laughs) (laughs) No one has ever told me that my falsetto is really special. All right. So, oh,
1: and then, well, no, we gotta. Brie tells him I love her. Oh, you, yeah, right. While they're on the yeah. stage. Yeah, and
0: she didn't hear it. Oh, but it was real, it was a real sweet and little then moment.
1: She re- yeah, she repeats it, and Harrison is right there to witness yep. it. This
0: is the moment when music and love come together.
1: So, Julia comes out wearing a white suit jacket as a dress. <laughs> doing this How do
0: same? I not have that in my notes? I don't know. Yeah,
1: but it's like a, like, 1988. Yeah. Like,
0: Isn't this from the, one of the Designing Women episodes that you recently a, watched? Julia schubert
1: <laughs> frequently wears suits like this, but she's also wearing a skirt or Wearing
0: pants, pants underneath, as one she should. She
1: does have a dress that she wears that's just like a suit jacket dress, but it's much more modest sure, than yeah. what Julia's wearing.
0: Yeah, I think that um, Julia actually chose this from the sexy Hillary Clinton line.
1: Uh, I think it was actually vintage, and it was from the Addicted to Love music video.
0: <laughs> this was the actual dress from that.
1: So here's what I took away from this. Okay. Two two versions now of someone singing this song, We Belong Together, mm-hmm. and almost using the song to, like, will it to be Yes, I feel right. like that's exactly what Kelly does in The mm-hmm. Office. Yep.
0: It's uh, art imitating art. Hmm. Yeah. What is art?
1: Are we art?
0: <laughs> is art art? Lisa, your brain teasers are driving me <laughs> wild. This is a lengthy save by the bell reference. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is catching it, but oh, people
1: are getting it. people know we have when, a smart audience. It's when Lisa Turtle dates the uh, school academic, yeah,
0: and dates that nerd, yeah, who but who's hmm. not?
1: He's not a nerd. He's like a snooty ac- like professor. I mean, he's not a professor. He's like a student, yeah. But I feel like he's not a nerd. He's not like screaming. Well, that's
0: right, because there's a whole subclass of nerds. Yeah. The lowest on the caste system. That guy's going to
1: get a PhD yeah. in rhetoric and composition.
0: Oh, you know it. Or literature. And he's going to get a lot of tail along the way. Those nerds are not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, Brandon and Julia do not perform well together.
1: No. And you know, I mean, Julia does make the comment that she felt like she was out there by herself. And I guess there is some merit to that. Brandon does not seem to be trying very hard. Right.
0: It's true. But also like, I feel like it kind of takes two as someone who routinely performs duets in front of large audiences. It takes two to meet in the middle, right? Like, what was she... Like, I feel like she expected Brandon to make her shot... Like, support her while she shot, you know? Like,
1: I'll quote that old 90s country song. All right. You go walking your way, I'll start walking mine.
0: What? The, I don't know that we'll one.
1: We'll meet in the middle. I
0: don't know that, that
1: old one. old Georgia pine. You know that song.
0: When we play it right here...
1: I'll start walking your way. You start
0: walking mine. We meet in the middle. Meet that old Georgia pine. We gain a lot of ground. Cause we both give a little. Ain't no too long. We meet in the middle. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a great song. That'll be in the '90s country trivia night,
1: hopefully.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, Rachel said that it was a little disjointed. Here's the karaoke performance. Oh yeah, and then uh, Tony Braxton says, who I have in my notes just as Tony because we're close. I thought they were having a fight, and she was trying to make up with you on stage. And, and then she says
1: there was a lot of tension. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: And then she says, really, like, and I thought, like, but you're both so talented.
1: <laughs> um. Mm. Yeah, it it was awkward. I mean, Bree says that it was awkward.
0: Yeah, everybody knows it was awkward. They go off stage to what our closed captions refer to as uneasy music. Brandon says, "How you doing, sweetie?"
1: I tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch.
0: I feel like you abandoned me out here. That's where the uh, that's where the quote comes in. Yeah, so finally we get Natasha and Ryan. Um, which I have in my notes. They sounded good, though. I winced at one of Ryan's high notes. You didn't. You thought that it was good. You remember me?
1: I winced at one of Chris's. I thought Chris tried to hit a high note. Sure, yeah, in Lover. I think it was Tony that was like, ooh, made a face. It actually goes, lover
0: that's how it should be done chris oh, okay. my falsetto is a, really something special
1: yeah they walk down the stage and get everybody up to dance really and clap. work the
0: crowd i have turns
1: into a kind of revival
0: <laughs> an old-time revival <laughs> yeah ryan right. starts speaking in tongues this is right up your alley right? <laughs> yeah this is my this is this my is jam gonna, now yeah. well it's too much dancing the church of christ does not like dancing because it leads immediately to sex
1: that's why Ryan had to lie to his grandmother uh-huh. about going to prom with his with cousin. With my cousin,
0: which you think you would have to lie about that for different reasons. Neither
1: one of you were supposed
0: to be there. <laughs> why would I choose my cousin if we both have to lie to my <laughs> Not
1: on my
0: watch. I have to lie to my grandmother about Jesus
1: it. Jesus is okay with a promenade? Jesus
0: did not dance, I tell you what. He
1: certainly didn't enjoy music with instruments. Right, well,
0: and when he went to weddings, he did not create more wine when they ran out. That is not something that Jesus was into. Okay, so we also, while they're performing... What a fun family. (laughs) What a good time. Um, We get a bunch of shots of Julia's scowling face as uh, Ryan and Natasha work the crowd. She
1: says, this is not what I was expecting here tonight. Natasha is a bad person.
0: (laughs) And a bad person has never been good at music before. That's why it's such a surprise. Um,
1: you, madam, have never seen the Natalie Portman film. <laughs> oh, what was the name of that movie?
0: Oh, yes, another. I thought it was going to be Black Swan. No, again. Now you're talking about um, um, the like. It's not. That, I know what you're talking. She's the pop, yeah, star. the pop star. Yeah, what oh, I didn't crap. see that. I movie. watched it on Vox Lux.
1: Yeah, yeah, Vox right? Lux. Yeah, I watched it on the airplane, and they cut out a lot of the stuff that was supposed to be explicit
0: oh swears that's and
1: all i could figure because it i did not make sense sure, at all sure yeah
0: point. like a bunch of scenes were missing well there was yeah.
1: a scene i gathered where like she fucks our manager a bunch oh, but like they don't sh- they didn't uh-huh. show it at all so then like it skips forward <laughs> in time and I was just like what is what happening what happened
0: yeah there's some movies that they just shouldn't show on the airplane no like if reason. you have to cut
1: that much right if you have to cut out plot it.
0: it's like that time I watched Fifty Shades of Grey on the airplane and it was like ten minutes <laughs> it just it didn't make much sense the plot didn't hang together you know,
1: when we were at home in the comfort of our own yeah. home, I wanted to watch How I Met Your Mother and Fifty Shades of Grey was also on, and you kept trying to switch it back to it. During I, the
0: commercials. No, and it was here's what it was. It was in between uh, Fifty Shades of Grey and Country Strong. <laughs> we were switching back and uh, forth between those two movies, which is quite a jarring I'm country experience. Strong.
1: <laughs> oh, you want it. Uh, you deserve it that yeah. country strong reference from last week
0: i know that's i was thinking about that last week too
1: come on give in to me uh we,
0: our listener Vinla was talking about how much she liked the nashville soundtrack too so we've got some nashville I like fans the, out I there i
1: liked country strong yeah i feel like that was what like it was a good movie
0: i think i only watched half of it in between the uh i mean Shaves gwyneth paltrow
1: gray. is not great Neither is Tim McGraw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neither is Leighton Meester, for that matter.
1: It's Neither one of those movies where like I'm watching it Neither and I know that plot. it's terrible, but at the end I'm like super invested and like crying. Yeah. Then there's there's a great
0: there's a great genre of movie. Which like that.
1: also happened. Another airport. oh, there you go. There's you know, a quarter, mid-quarter. a quarter, oh my god, oh no. Um, another movie that I watched was on an airplane. Since we're talking about this, we are, yeah. Uh, that Queen Latifah, and was it Common? Where she
0: goes on the vacation?
1: No, because she's
0: dying. No. Okay. Um,
1: he is a basketball player. Who was in that movie? I swear, I think it was Common. He's a basketball player, and she has like a sister who like wants to be a basketball wife. Um but he injures himself. Oh. Twist. And uh yeah, just right. Just right,
0: where right <laughs> is spelled W R I G H T. Well, uh, I assume that's either his, his or, her or her name. her name, Leslie okay. Wright.
1: Yeah. Um amazing movie, and by the end I was like sobbing. Yeah.
0: So really good. Do you think that they came up with the title of the movie first? <laughs> And then wrote the movie around Uh, that. Because that would be my guess. Here you go. Okay.
1: Uh, It's been called a slam dunk.
0: Of course it is. Yeah. It's a three-pointer point from center court.
1: Oh, ouch. Queen Latifah is talented. Of this we are all certain by now. But Just Right should be renamed Just So So. Oh,
0: snap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that reviewer is so catty. Tell me- that to meow, me
1: crying on the
0: airplane <laughs> somewhere over Middle America. I
1: loved it.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I did not see that one. It sound I mean, that's the other thing is that sounds like a perfect airplane movie.
1: It was. It was.
0: Yeah, because like I tried to watch the lobster on the airplane, and it was just like, God, this is a terrible experience.
1: Well, I watched uh, Forgetting Alice, that like, Julia like, yeah. Moore Ugh, movie. Yeah, she's dying of. Early onset Alzheimer's, which also I feel like I have, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so then you just watch that movie, and any time that you forget something for the rest of your short life, Mm -hmm. because you have adult onset, right? (laughs) Adult onset (laughs) Alzheimer's, early onset Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Then you just remember forgetting Alice, and you're like, "Fuck!"
0: But wouldn't you forget? Forgetting Alice, wouldn't that be one of the things you would forget, and that would I feel like in the early
1: stages, you know what's going on. Yeah, you
0: figure out what's up. Yeah. Well, I would say in general that a good rule of thumb for an airplane movie is that you should be able to like half pay attention to twenty percent of it and still get it, because like the
1: maybe you have to go to the bathroom. Right, you have to go to the bathroom. The 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 stewardess, yeah, making
0: jokes. Yeah, you got some turbulence. (laughs)
1: Peter's on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got some turbulence in the flightway. Well, you got some turbulence in the plot. Hey yes, yeah.
1: this is your pilot, Peter.
0: Peter from The Bachelor. Yeah. I got Kelly up here with me. She's sitting in my lap and flying She's the airplane. Giving
1: me a roadie up here, <laughs> up here in the sky. We call Keep... it a flyer.
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Um... Okay, so, anyways, back to this program that we're supposedly recapping.
1: Julia confronts Natasha. Oh, yeah, yeah. And says uh, that she really felt like it was just unfair what Natasha did, that she sabotaged Julia and Brandon.
0: Yeah, which, again, I actually don't disagree with Julia, but also, like, you should be a better performer. Like, if that's... If someone can get in your head this easily... Yeah. First of all, it was because there was already a bunch of strife, and it was just, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. But also, like, you shouldn't... You really think that everyone's going to be super nice to you right before you go on stage for a huge performance. Like, no one's ever going to try to throw a wrench in the gears, so...
1: Natasha says it might have been the wrong time, I agree, but that
0: was not the intention. <laughs> yeah, right, Natasha. <laughs>
1: well played, Natasha. Yeah, again,
0: I still, I support Team Natasha here, but oh, she... Team uh,
1: Natasha, yeah, 100%. She did
0: Julia Dirty on this one. Okay, so um, Brandon says that was probably his most mo- emotionally charged 72 hours since Combat.
1: All right, we in for our finalists.
0: Yeah, so um, Harrison tells us that it wasn't easy, but the judges came to do a decision. I think it was probably pretty easy.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Trevor and Jamie, Brandon and sure. Julia probably yeah. toss up. Yeah. Uh, Bree and Chris make it, Matt and Rudy, Ryan and Natasha, and Trevor and Jamie. Yep. Julia says, I wish I could go back and talk Sheridan. He taught me so much about what a good partner is.
0: Yep, Too bad. Wish in one hand and spit in the other. Wish Julia. in one
1: hand and shit in the other, Julian. Yeah. Um, See which one fills up faster.
0: <laughs> and uh, we close on Matt working out shirtless, and Rudy can barely speak. I have to say, it also is endearing, like how much she likes him. Like I find that adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um.
1: It must be nice. It must be nice.
0: What to have a hunky be man nice. to adore.
1: Just to, I'm just saying, it must be nice I don't yeah. know, to have Washington on your side.
0: <laughs> to have mad working out shirtless. All right, well, we'll be back. Well, we only have two episodes of this thing left. I think that's about right. That sounds about right <laughs> for this show. That's the other thing is, even though this has gone downhill like it's short, maybe The Bachelor needs to shorten up a little bit uh, some of its uh, seasons. But anyway, and I guess they're going to have to do that with quarantine because it's just going to be a bunch of Zoom uh, dates with Claire. Okay, all Uh, right, we're wrapping it up. Jesus
1: Christ. What is love? Baby, don't hurt.